listening to like to 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 beam some sleep ovation your way. Yeah. Oh, that's what yeah. it was. Yes. Um, sleep, sleep as always, comfort. we are sponsored by Sleep Ovation mattresses. Yeah, really. Thanks for the bed. It's I'm getting a lot of better sleep. I had really crazy <laughs> dreams about fake Massachusetts last night again. Oh my god! Um, oh wow! I mean, I'm having like Andrew's out of town, so like I'm just like I'm kind of slowly taking up the whole bed, and I just. I like wake up in like some kind of like tangle in the middle of the room. Taking up the seven hundred. Oh, it's just like taking up all seven hundred of those mass six hundred tiny mattresses. And um, um dreaming every dreaming seven hundred dreams a night. Oh, I feel fuck like yeah. this was this was a a tough combination of movies if you're gonna be like, home alone. Yeah. <laughs> you really need to be able to sprawl out on a large surface to handle some of this shit well really- um as as so as people who are listening to us might have already been able to figure out we're joined by natalie right this people. week i'm back yes. i'm so glad to be here hi natalie shana tova natalie shana tova happy jewish new year i don't think we've ever had it like just popping right on the new year have I to know. go to the, i had to go to the yeah we went to the meal Seth, did you have a meal? Did you do anything? Um, I sort of like made myself a um, Rosh Hashanah-inspired cocktail. Some... Ooh. <laughs> wow. What was that? Yeah. With um, little apples. Little, uh... Well, so like some apple brandy with um, uh, with yes. like drambouille, which has honey in it. Yes, and Eric, dip that grenadine, shit. which has pomegranate in it. You know, I wow. like tried to make a drink out of all the... Russia Shana flavors. That's a that's great impressive. idea. That's impressive. Yeah. However, I could get into a spirit. I, I'm, I, like I tell my dad, like if I could kick into a new year early, or yeah, any. Mm-hmm. It's like if I could, yeah, just that's a great idea. That's a great idea. Let's kick this shit out and kick some new shit in now. The the Parker calendar begins, begins whenever now. he wants yeah. it to begin. Sleep ovation calendar starts now, motherfuckers. <laughs> we <laughs> January. Can January. We get a sleep Jan- this is sleep January, and we are starting now. Maybe with, maybe um, Emily Toder can make us our own alternative oh, alternative calendars. Oh, our sleep calendar. We I can't totally... wait for my mattress. <laughs> it comes after a certain number of podcasts, right? <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. after a hundred, well, I think it though. starts. Yeah, it's coming. If up. If, if like if one of you guys actually hey! got it, hey! Ah! If one of you guys actually got a free mattress, I would lose my fucking mind. It would be the best. Oh, God. We're yeah. just going to keep plugging Look, away. I, I love a mattress. If we got a free mattress, it's going to you, Seth Lane. That's why I'm just glad. That's true. That's it's true. true. I, I Even I admit I deserve that mattress. You're sort of like the, the like... I mean, I'm I'm not into the patriarchy, but you're the, you're the father of my of my sleep now. You wow, know? terrifying. Sleep father. Sleep yeah. daddy. Yeah, yeah I prefer daddy. to be called Sleep Daddy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's such a good that's such a good name. If you ever became a musician, Sleep Daddy, Sleep Daddy, yeah, or a serial killer. It always comes back to this, but it, Sleep Daddy is a great serial killer name. It's a yeah. great next next step. Oh, can, um, I sh- can I shout out real quick? I just yeah. saw um, there was a confluence of the listener meeting. Um, 
Peter Gizzy, and she was mm. just like, he's oh, your wow. dungeon uncle, right? I was just like, he's so my dungeon uncle, you know? Yeah. I, love, I love that. Wait, how did, how's he doing? How's dungeon he's uncle good. doing? He's good. Picked him up from the airport. We went to Steuben's. Wow, Steuben's. Had, had steak and fries at the bar. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Steuben's great. is great. Yeah. Anyway, should we say what, what? Should we say what movies were? Why don't I say the movies yeah, and then we I'll can go I'll back have, to I'll have some you know whiskey? Um, that. Yeah, please. Mm. I was I was hoping I was meant to remind you to have a little whiskey while I do this. We're, we watched um, we watched Clueless, um, mm-hmm. which was you know great as always. Oh, we watched uh, Cle- Agnes Varda's Cleo from five to seven, and we also watched Fantasia. Um, which I hated. Natalie, can, why did yeah. you, why did why did we have to watch Fantasia? Seth, I don't. Seth, sorry, this I'm is being very a dick about Fantasia. I'm like, I, I just like. So you didn't get rocked. You didn't get rocked by this shit when you were a kid. It took all. all it took me back to is getting dragged to see the shit in the movie theater. Okay, so this bored out of yes. my mind. You saw this? Wow, that would be. Different. I saw this in the theater too, but see, I think I mentioned this for me. I saw Fantasia. That was the first movie I saw in the United States. I don't think I spoke in in a theater. I'd been in a theater before. Wow. Yes. But over here and and seeing Fantasia in the theater is amazing. I remember feeling so uncomfortable. I really did not like like the experience, the feeling. Everything about it was very uncomfortable for me, uh-huh. um, but at the same time, I think there's there was like real moments of sublime, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, absolutely. It just like what really it's hits. going for, what it like, right. what it yeah, and, and like it feels like, it's, it's like this. Yeah, it's like, like in this between exhibition. the racist mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Eric's gonna. Oh no, <laughs> you were mushroom watching this one. Okay. Yeah. Racist no, I mean, they le- they left they left it in on purpose, which I think is a, is you know it's an interesting choice. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's right or wrong. It's like what what do you yeah. do wait? What were they doing? Like yeah. What were they doing? It's just historical. Well, Disney has a little note at the beginning that's like, yeah. this movie's super fucking racist, <laughs> but we chose to leave this stuff in. Yeah, it's like Ooh. discuss afterwards or whatever. <laughs> yeah. you okay, know? so wait, I watched like, like watched an older like group DVD. Work. And I, I don't think there was a warning on this thing that I watched oh, at all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. That's so it's, interesting. I think the it's like a new streaming warning. Yeah. yeah. I saw it I saw it when I streamed like just a couple of hours ago, but I didn't notice it before. I think I just like didn't pay attention to the, whatever it was. Wait, so Eric, you had not seen it at all. You hadn't seen it before. Is no, that right? Like characteristically I haven't seen it. And I was going to say maybe you still have not seen it in and it's I kind of form. feel like you... the the more that I'm on the dungeon and the more kind of things I haven't seen, the more I am like, am I a am I a person? <laughs> like, have I been like? Are you giving am, us the am, finger am, right now? Am what's, I a ghost? <laughs> oh no, I was just like spacing out. But um, no, I'm just kidding. am I a person? You're not a no. ghost, um, but like you, well, you, you've just, you've just, you've discussed like but why you, you said, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
Well, we're all, I don't know. I feel like slightly ghostly these days. Like when I emerge from my apartment, it's like, am I alive? Does anyone see me anymore? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Mm. I see you, well, baby. Aww. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're alive in my heart. Aww. I got to say, like, I, uh, I, so I had the whole house to myself, which means that, like, I, I listened to the dungeon, like, on speakers instead of shamefully on headphones (laughs) (laughs) and like a lot of it is just like my like 24 7 asmr of having like friends in my ears just being like it's "It's gonna be okay it's gonna be all right you know so (laughs) so i i I see you i see you baby bears Mm. um no so this okay so that's like but that's a pretty it's like an intimidating. I mean, it's it's like it's intimidating to me, and I Fantasia? I think I, yes, and I just the this like you're saying the size of it, the scope of it, and what it's and forcing I, you to. It's forcing you. It's like boxing you in. It feels yeah. like. into what? It's, it's like so. 1940. Into, so this yeah, was made in 1940. So the it's, experience, like the experience of it, you know, like they're trying to show the, you how to see, you know, yeah, like. That like that's what I realized too. I mean, all the like I I know you can't brush aside the the like kind of horror movie that's also embedded in this movie, but like you know, kind of <laughs> like we we can at least bracket it for a couple of seconds. <laughs> but like I was thinking like if we could <laughs> um not handing it to anybody here, but just like I I I do like the way that there's a sort of appeal to the popular imagination to like to have an experience of something like the like it it cares about how you experience art and it's more like um like i think in france Mm. this would be such a different thing this would be like in some ways i just think of like a, a like uh like do you know concrete music in france like music that was made from like just like sounds that are orchestrated or whatever it seemed like the kind of language that that they were trying to use in this was like kind of a populist version of something like that. So it was like an American version of like just being like, okay, Mm -hmm. this is absolute music without narrative. And it's Mm -hmm. just like the flourishes Mm -hmm. and the gestures and stuff. And Mm -hmm. it's like, I mean, that's my fucking wheel. The idea of absolute and like absolutist and like Disney and Ford, whatever shit, you know, like a, wasn't Disney a prick too? I mean, like it's just like they. Oh yeah, it's, you know, it's just horrific. like this, it becomes like this thing, like where you're. But also, like you're saying, like as an exhibition, this is like astounding. And so, I think that Gulliver's Travels was thirty nine, and that's Fleischer. Mm. And then, if you look at mm-hmm. this shit, it is, uh, it is like, and I'm not trying to say that it's trying to stomp Fleischer's teeth out. But it's like such a like definitely not so, how they would have put it. So <laughs> I think there is like I, I, it. just feels like it is a very powerfully like presented thing. You know, like you're well, saying, it's, it's like two very, hours is, of like it's just very being pro- humbled. It's propagandist. It's propagandist. Yes. You you're know, being like, like it humbled feels... by this thing. Yeah. Wait, Natalie, propaganda for what though? Like. It- is this like the moon landing shit? Like kind of I vibe? Mean, like sp- like versus I, I don't know. And it's like Heart? I mean the it's like from nineteen four like I say I'm like I'm just like fascinated by like what the gesture is of the thing. 
And even just like the presentation of it, like we are giving you this thing. This is what we, be- and it's not almost like this is what we believe to be, you know, and here's dinosaurs. Like this is what we think, you know, this is what we think is. Right. Yes. You know, this like, like the, whole, this like from the, the beginning, like, and like Eric's saying, we're showing you how to see. This is how we believe you should, see. you know, in a lot of ways, it's just this amazing thing. But also that like, I guess to even be seeing this in the theater with this intermission and this f- fantastic orchestra is an incredible you know, privilege to to see this thing. It still feels like a privilege to see the thing, but I mean, I know Seth, like this is like it's it's, well, wait, it's uh, weird so, to me. Wait, Natalie, when you said propaganda, do you mean like for what Eric's talking about with the like the way of looking at art, kind of the way of looking at art, the way of you know, there's something that feels very like. I don't even like, th- there's something very brutal about it. And mm. I don't, you know, and uh-huh. I don't know Brutalist enough about, yeah, yeah, yeah. about like, well, in the Wikipedia entry that I sent you guys, you know, like originally it was just supposed to be the wizard's apprentice piece. Mm. And because it was supposed to be like a Mickey mouse, um, like mm. his popularity had waned and this was supposed to be like a reintroduction. And then they realized, I think they realized they didn't have enough or like they basically changed directions and yeah. created this whole other thing around that concept. Yeah. And, you know, it's hard to also wow. take, to not think about the, the time frame that this mm-hmm. came out, yeah. what was happening in the world. Oh my God. Yeah. But there's like a very, you know, there's a very, um, authoritarian i guess feeling to it yeah yes yeah this is how i felt totally authoritarian like so so i think that like that's what we're like the you know when i was like oh it's teaching you to see it's like you know in another way it's like a sort of authoritarian doctrination kind of thing mm, yeah Mm -hmm. is that what you're kind of feeling well it's not just like this a disney you mean a, a, a disney movie but it's like, well, well it's like it's, it's an honest Disney movie because it's like I am. That's true. We are telling you this is what if, you know. It's just like, I, I guess I would argue that like storytelling um, is always like authoritarian in that way. Like, um, you know, you can you have like stories that are open ended or not to various mm-hmm. degrees, but like um, you're in the you're sort of like in the thrall of like whatever narrative structure you're in. But like by eliminate by like telling you that they're like eliminating narrative structure in a certain way or like mm. I don't know I like I felt really like distracted at the like when the conductor guy would be like this piece of music absolutely tells a story <laughs> or like this <laughs> this piece of music doesn't yeah, tell yeah. it's like what the fuck are these like and maybe one that's yeah. gonna suggest a, a like, topic no like the- you don't get to decide like wh- like how my imagination works it's, it's like and it's always preloading that right it's always like you're yeah. about to hear you what you're gonna do what you're gonna see but actually I, it was weird but I, I think it's just because of the size of the thing i mean it's it is two hours long i, I had what? forgotten this i know the it's so long but there's ever. another version the that's of this thing. nine hours what's the nine hour <laughs> Oh, we didn't do the nine. We should do the nine hour. I saw something that was nine hours. It's like Fantasia is like Berlin Alexander plots or something. (laughs) Oh my God. We need to do that as like a live recording, I think. Mopeds. There's mopeds in it. There's scars. It ends with with me crashing into stuff. They had David Cronenberg direct an hour of it. Um, (laughs) 
Wait, what? Like, um, <laughs> ah, there was. I lost. I lost my thought. I had with a the thought. nine hour with the nine hour Fantasia. No, like maybe just more about like authoritarianism. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I felt like I felt like I just wanted to like run for the hills yeah. as soon as I was watching this. Like, and I felt like that yeah. when I was a kid. I was trying to think back to like. Um, my grandmother who brought me to the movies all the time, she like fucking adored Disney and like her sister who was my aunt, like my great aunt, she like had all the Disney movies like on VHS tapes, like above her TV in the living room. It was like, like these were yeah. like Disney people kind of. Uh, yeah. And, mm-hmm. um, and so like, I remember when Fantasia got like re-released into theaters at some point when I was a kid, it like, you know, it was like this whole family event. Like we all right. went and it, and it was like presented to me. Like I went into this thinking it was going to be so much fun. Like uh-huh. everyone seemed so fucking <laughs> I thought, excited. Not, I thought going back to rewatch Fantasia. it, I was going to have fun. Yeah. And I just like, I remember being in the theater and like, it was like one of the first times I had ever gone to the movies and felt like I was struggling to stay awake. Like the way I would at like oh, God, a poetry I... reading that's too long or like, you know, like, well, just, that horrible yeah. feeling of being in a crowd waiting for something to end. It's just can hard. I tell, like, can I can I tell a small dungeon story? <laughs> so, yes. Is this going to be about tale. your reading? <laughs> no, I was thinking about um, like this like Baptist church I went to as a kid and. At some point, I remember there, this being like a carrot. Like if you like, I was. This is like some of my earliest memories, and they're being like, "Yeah, we'll show you Fantasia." Like I was supposed to know what that was and give a shit about it. <laughs> and like, um, I remember, yeah, sure. I remember just like sort of vague feelings of like affinity or conflict with the adults in the room, you know, and like not not being that present that much, but I, like, I think it was some sort of like, like young kids, like youth group thing that my parents, like in a super half-assed way, I was at like once or twice or whatever, but (laughs) I just remember feeling this kind of like flittering thing. That's like, Oh, you should care about this. And I knew even like, I knew the experience that like, (sighs) that like adult Seth Lamon was having this week was what was being sold to me there. Yeah. Yeah. Like as a sort of formative memory and then just being like, nah, like whatever, like young Eric Baus was like in the basement of faith Baptist church in Fort Wayne, <laughs> Indiana. Like I was just like, I was out. I was fucking out. So yeah. I, was I out. love that. I love but it. I well, liked a lot of it. Honestly, like this is this is great if you're a 47 year old man, like alone in your house, like high as fuck, like, you know. Yeah. If you, if, so you're saying if you, if you can drop well, it, if you can drop the. Yeah. If you can drop some of that, that you can like. Well, I think if you know that that line, the, if you know the line of bullshit they're selling you is bullshit, then. Yeah. You can, then you can it's just a different movie. Yeah. Then you can just like be with it, whatever it is, and then like it doesn't have to be this thing. But uh, like I think that like you can look for the ass of the broom. But what's what's interesting <laughs> is that, like it's totally trying to like the way that it's framed and the way that other people are framing it is like it's like the difference between like having a bad teacher try to like justify something versus just like fucking presenting something to yeah. you, being like like. This yeah. is like a mixed bag. This has like 20 really 
really good minutes in it, you know, like, but like totally. it's two, it's two hours that long. Brew, yeah. The and, brooms and, are like, yeah, th- f- four minutes of two hours. I mean, of, fuck the brooms. I might be who, unpopular here, but fuck the brooms. I'm down. Like, I'm down with like, ta- I'm looking at the brooms. Yeah, I'm that's to- the broom the thing. Totally Mickey's fault. He fucked around and he found out. Like, I know, yeah, exactly. It's an easy. Who hires a mouse to be their yeah. apprentice? I, it just doesn't make who any sense. Who leaves their hat? Who leaves their limited. hat laying around? Uh, I think their magical limited. hat. This is you saying, like, I, I feel like you were kind of livid about, like, who uses magic to make a broom come alive like you to choose hold a broom? something? Like, well, we, no, I was angry at the idea that, like, someone would, like, think about how how best to solve the problem of her- having to carry buckets of water and would choose a stick broom. to bring a dumb. stick to life to carry is, buckets of water. This yeah, is but what's the bu- wrong but, with America. But know? let me just let me just do a counterpoint, which is that the brooms do look fucking amazing. I see how somebody probably was looking at a broom in like 1938 and was uh-huh. like, that looks like uh, a person. That broom is in a sash. Oh, they do look like pe- up its well, stair, yeah. up those stairs. Can I ask a question about how magic works? Does it but take why? more what? magic to bring a broom to life or to give a broom arms? <laughs> why? Why would the brooms? Why would that part of the broom be the legs? That makes yeah, no it's, sense. It's just once you're giving the broom arms, like what are we doing? Find a different thing to bring to life. <laughs> like I don't understand. Well, there wasn't like a candelabra around. Oh well, the whole thing—it's I guess the whole thing is like—is that the most literal sense of magic in the in the movie? <laughs> yeah. But the whole—I mean, but it, it's—I it, wrote down like I kept kind of seeing how over and over the movie was trying to show me what it thought was magic, and to have me mystify to mystify me i mean i think the the movie it's wanting to mystify yeah me. and are we so just and like i'm not to... trying to and i'm not trying to resist that I, I guess i still wasn't trying to resist it i hadn't seen it in a long time and i just forgot like this entire liturgy yeah you know, that this that was gonna that was gonna transpire N- natalie can we go back to your <laughs> like your your memories of of like seeing this and thinking about it can we get is is young natalie in the house right now she's in the house i thought about this a lot natalie young natalie's in the house for sure young natalie Uh, (laughs) i mean you know there is something about this that it should have been more it should have felt better to watch it because you don't need language to understand Music. anything that's happening. Mm, really, yeah. I mean, it's yeah, helpful, exactly. but you know, I just remember feeling really like mm. I don't want to say disappointed because I think it was such a novel experience that it, you know, that it, and I, I'm sure I was having like snacks and that helped, mm. but I just felt so frustrated watching it. And so lost, and that was then, probably like yeah. a, wow. a good. That was probably a feeling I had outside of the movie theater too, just in life think, at that time. Do you think like localizing yourself in the snacks during that experience is why you still like popcorn so much? It's possible. Oh, oh wow! God. Holy shit! 
Not that to seems like, that seems really to, true, honestly. Like, like I, your pop, your love for popcorn is like a Fantasia trauma response. It, it's very possible. Oh, I love it. I love it. I um, don't, yeah, I don't. Do you remember. remember what movies you saw in St. Petersburg? Like, I've never heard you talk about going to the movies in St. Petersburg. Well, it's funny wow, because that's um, so interesting. I remember being really little and my mom saying that through her, because she used to work at a university that they had brought in some Mickey Mouse cartoons and I was so Whoa. excited and then I got sick and I couldn't go. <sighs> and I remember just, I still think about that, that like wow. I was so looking forward to that and then I couldn't go. Oh my gosh. Um, but actually, you know, the movie I saw in the theaters in St. Petersburg was the one with, um, I think it's Dennis Quaid and he has a baby. It's like a sci-fi movie. Is this enemy mine? Enemy is this mine? enemy mine? I don't know. Uh, I, I, this is enemy mine. Is it the one where he's pregnant and there's like yeah, this? yeah? Uh, oh my god! Uh, I mean, I mean, it, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we've been trying to watch Enemy Mine on this podcast for like the whole run of the podcast. Oh my god! Holy <laughs> shit! Baz is leaving. This I don't know where he's going. Is good stuff. <laughs> that movie oh. was so disturbing. Yes, we are going to dip, dip. When I dip, you dip. I remember we being dip. so disturbed by that movie. I mean, I ha- I was under nine years old when I saw it. I don't know what's Holy wrong with my parents. Holy shit, Natalie. That one fucked me up so bad when yeah. I was a kid. I have He's been, on the planet, right? And, and someone, yes. he has the baby. And the other dude's and clicking. The other dude's like clicking around talking to him with clicks. Are there and, like green spheres? I just remember some weird green oh, I fucking spheres can't or wait. something. I cannot wait to find the fucking green spheres. <laughs> this thing it's, has haunted me for my whole life. Me too. Me too. The phantasm spheres and the if there are green I was just spheres. Gonna bring up the if there are green spheres, if you're gonna talk about balls with me right now, Natalie. Well, the thing is, like I saw it, I had no idea what it was. And then it took me like I think years to even like recall that memory, Incredible. but like and then realize it was Dennis Quaid. And then I think wow. I tried looking it oh. up once. I'm so excited. Quaid, so amazing! I'm quading. I'm quading right now. <laughs> 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 uh, I'm I can't, just. I can't I'm quit. Just, I'm with you in a trench while you're quading. <laughs> Oh, amazing. Quaiting for good But there's like, <laughs> there's this, but like, yeah, there's haunted. I'm haunt, but in the same way, Fantasia did haunt my childhood in these weird ways. But like, and, I, and the broom thing to me was the haunting thing. All the other shit I'd completely forgotten. I don't know why. Maybe they just cut these, maybe they sliced it up and just re-showed the broom a bunch of times. The broom on, is the, the most broom memorable is the mo- thing. Yeah. I yeah. And like even that is still kind of haunting to me. The, the broom, the broom, and the horny flying babies. That those you are like my two the main, yeah. My you two main like takeaways. We should get into I'm, those babies. Gonna, why are those babies so into like? I don't understand. That's the Greek. T- that's the Greek stuff, right? That's when they're in the Greek I don't, period. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's yeah. going on. There's yeah. horses. Tasty. Tasty. There's little. like there's horses. There's babies. There's horse babies. There's like. Uh, my fa- yeah. my menu. favorite are the are the fish. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, in the very the f- beginning. Yeah. Oh yeah, they are beautiful. Yeah. Everything is some a really good bit, stuff. Everything's a little bit horny, even when it isn't too. Mm-hmm. Like, is that just me? 
No, I was surprised how horny this movie was. Completely hor- f- fleshly, horny. Yes, I mean this uh, ecstatic, ecstatic. The way I mean, that the way that Disney draws, like the way early ca- these early film cartoons portray like strapping young men, is like so bizarre. It's it's yeah. yeah. Wait, the strapping young like the broom? No, I'm talking. <laughs> it's like the middle ages of male toxic masculinity. Strapping, <laughs> strapping young brooms. <laughs> <laughs> Where was the bin? Where was the bin? <laughs> well, no, I have to put it back in right now. I'll just switch my uh, switch my sources over here and go get get this disc on. <laughs> Show me those. Well, I mean, I knew it was like I saw uh, what's it? Land before time. Like I could see land yes. before time. Like, but I'm trying to think of the men. Time. The men, like, yeah. D- mm. Well, I mean, in, like Gulliver's it? Travels too. Like, oh, there's like yes. a, a like a sheen, like a um. Ooh. I almost want to call it like a um. There's like a, a like a, a glow to these men. Mm. A strange yes. glow. Yeah, I like that. You Bacchus. <laughs> All right, let's move Bacchus. on to something. There was a glow. <laughs> I wanted. I couldn't wait to see Bacchus in this thing. When they said that I was going to see Bacchus, and like they exp- actually, I appreciated what in the Greek one. I was like, okay, I can't remember who's who's making the the lightning bolts that Zeus is throwing. But anyway, I loved it. I love that shit. And like, <laughs> oh yeah, I like the lightning bolt factory. Down yeah, there. but telling me like telling me that you're going to see these dudes, uh, and maybe if it's like as if it's like an like an opera or a, yeah, like a, a, mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. symphony thing. That's got to explain these like movements to me. Spoiler alert. You're going to see some dudes. You're going to see some movements. <laughs> Dude movement. Um, well, that mean, definitely yeah. needs to be like a, like Gulliver's travels. Dude movements. <laughs> Dude movements. <laughs> Gulliver's we, travels we should, got some nice. We do. I, you know, we, I want to make sure we're creative. pulling in clueless and Cleo here. Oh, like, for sure. Oh, please. Uh, let's do it. I don't want to spend the whole time talking. Was about it a hot, wait? So what? What year? Now I can't. I'm sorry, Natalie. I should know this. What? What year did you come over? 1990. Exactly. 90. Okay. 95 is Clueless. Mm-hmm. And wait, uh, Clueless also just haunts haunts me from my childhood too and oh yeah i was wondering ways. about this like um because Clu- clueless is like the as an adult i like see all the ways that it's like winking but because it came out when i was 13 i was like right i just thought it was like basically Fa- like a documentary value. about yeah. california <laughs> <laughs> i totally do i still do i haven't been like i it gets to still be this thing that takes it's up like such this. this gigantic portion of the hard drive of California for me, um, yeah. in my in my understanding of it, it's so weird. It's still so fucking good to me. Alicia, how much Radiohead is so is incredible in this movie? Uh, it's like, uh, what an amazing performance! Perfect. So Hits every note that was ninety five. Okay, so that's essentially was supposed to be our age, right? I mean, are not? I mean, I mean, essentially, right in our wheelhouse. She's, Eric she, might yeah, be a little that's older. true. She's fifteen. Now, now, She turned 16 during the story. It's just such a wild. She's 15, about to be 16. But yeah, that was like, but that was where that, it's more than just the uncanny valley. It's like the, yeah, just a pure existential valley that I could feel between myself and whatever this movie was trying to show me in all the perfect 
dungeon ways that I always sense. Not that like I'm not feeling that with Cleo. Also, what was, what was the? I, I can't believe I'm blanking on this. The Jared Leto movie where the terrible movie where um, he gets his arm cut off in the end. Oh, Requiem for a Dream. Yeah. Like, I kind of feel like Clueless is basically Requiem for a Dream, but different. Oh, my gosh. With jokes. With jokes. And, like, and it's sort of just, like, all these. Some boss tones. Yeah. all All these, like, you know, vats that you can fall into. Oh, I like just, that. You know, like, I like thinking of it that walks a narrow way. bridge across them, and it's it's just a yeah. totally different. It's just it like, like a totally different realm. Wait, so so but this was before Legally Blonde, right? So oh uh, yeah, Clueless, okay. Um, it, it's just this fascinating thing of yeah, like yeah, on so many levels, being infatuated with this person for me when I was when I saw it first, and still. But yeah. then, like now, it's kind of like this eerie thing of like, oh my god, she's like fifteen years old and sixteen years old in this thing. Yeah. But at the time, like that was my—I mean, she was just something to adore. Well, um, and she had just been like in that the Aerosmith videos and like, oh know, my god, she was like she was just everywhere at the time. Like, oh, I didn't. She was in that the... movie, The Crush. Remember the oh, crush? before yeah. this? Before this? Before this? Crush? Yeah, that's amazing. Um, the crush is but, brutal. It's yeah. Well, but like, so the the other thing about Clueless that I wanted to bring up is like there was this thing going on. Maybe it's actually similar to. I was trying to think if it was a '90s phenomenon. This like kind of movie that's like there's like barely a story. It just sort of bops around from like one little scene, like sort of like set piece or the, joke. The to days another. and confused. Like I couldn't believe how, how thin days, days and confused, confused was. or like singles is like this, but then maybe I was thinking about like the, um, the Jacques Tati stuff. Like, um, Oh wow. Like maybe that's like, a, I don't know. Maybe clueless is taking a cue from that stuff, but like, huh. um, there, it did feel like in the nineties, like this, this was like a thing that was coming back was these movies that just sort of like, Bop along. Like, well, the very, Godard like, thing because he passed. Like, and I thought I was thinking about Godard watching Clueless for whatever you know for whatever reason. It's yeah. like, and it is like I mean, these <clears throat> just this kind of uh, over oversaturated everything, yeah. you know, oversaturated reality. But it, it like reveals something, um, yeah. or keeps revealing something. It's like, also it's just still amazing. A, it's amazing. It's like a movie. I love watching it. So in my head, as we were like getting ready to watch it, I was super excited to watch it because I always like I know I've seen it enough times now to know that I love it. But like it now I'm having this experience where every time I watch it, I'm like surprised. It's like even better than I thought, like yeah, every time. Totally. Kind of. mm-hmm. And I was talking to my friend Ted about it. And Ted was mm. like, there's no conflict in that movie. And and in like the best possible way, like there's just like nothing in them in Clueless to like stress you out or like I don't know, like yeah, it, it just like it's so easy to watch and it's so pleasurable, but it is sort of like about life. I don't know, it's good. It really is good. I love that. I, I fuck, and that's you're right. Even when there can be conflict, it's the way that it's met. 
immediately dealt the with toolbox is so yeah. like this in, it's this infinite toolbox it's like her it's like that it's like the outfits that she gets to choose from in that, in that right little, mm. in yes. her little and her little thing and it's just like you just keep mixing that shit together until it's a, a copus until it's copacetic you know i mean then and then you but to have that for her to have that you know uh it's not patience but yeah i guess it is just like it's this time and everything mixed together um yeah gives her this generosity that's so beautiful mm-hmm. um what did she i'm trying to think what she did after what where did she go after clueless this just rode well, forever. She, she disappeared for forever. a long time she and i mean not right after clueless but she was she was i enjoy not knowing what time. the fuck we're talking about yeah i don't know what i mean i don't know what she did after i know i remember the crush for sure and i just remember having such a huge thing for I, her in this in this thing i really like that movie blast from the past i remember that oh, yeah oh i didn't see that one i should watch is that, that with one. brendan fraser brendan yeah. fraser is the yeah. yeah i need to see that oh that'd be good i mean she's just so she's so great like you say in it mm. and there's just an openness to it that we that i'm always so attracted to and like you said, like the, the mystery of like a place that I still have not been to, it's still so open to me as like, a, <laughs> I'm like, okay, I, I mean, <clears throat> you know, this could, this could completely, this is completely valid, you know, as I a, like that as in some small way, this podcast has, is always, and has always been about you not having been to Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> well, we should, it's, if I ever go, we should, that'll be the last, the, the end of this thing. I'm going to go to LA. That's totally... like in some way we're skirting around that at all times. Mm. Natalie, you've been to Los Angeles, right? Have I've been you? to California. Oh yeah, no, I have been to yeah, I've been to Los Angeles. Okay. I just want yeah, maybe it'll teach me something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I robbed yeah. some banks there. Ooh. Okay, okay. Ooh. <laughs> oh, uh, did you go to BJ's on Alvarado? I did. Yeah, I hung out with Tone Loke. It was fucking great. <laughs> cool. It's amazing. I want to go with y'all so bad. Um, I could, I could, uh, could well, go. Do, do we, can we, can we talk about my dungeon about cancer movies? Oh, God. oh please oh, give yeah, me this the Cleo is... shit. Well, do you remember do, like, how do, I was afraid to, you wanted us to watch Paddleton for like a whole year and I, I know, was, and then I, I kept, did you know about the, Cle- wait, have you seen, had you seen Cleo before? Yeah, no, I love Cleo. Okay. Cleo uh, is one of my favorite I can't also, but you wanted to just dip into Cleo again. Amazing. Well, I knew I, I knew I could handle Cleo. Oh. Except I, I didn't can't. know how it totally I didn't know if I me. could. I didn't know if I could rewatch Cleo. Natalie, had you seen Cleo? I'd never no, I'd never seen it. Wow. Oh, I hope you loved it. I hope you I loved it. It's so it affects me so deeply. It's such I an love amazing Agnes movie. Varden. I don't think I'd ever like just sat down and watched the whole you know, like just the beginning of it is so good and like it just mm-hmm. made me think all day long about how like films are like tarot readings and you know it's like oh wow it like in it kind of puts you in the like the spirit of like this uh you Mm. know engaging with chance and going on a walk and stuff so like i watched a bunch of it and then i just like went for a walk because i was like oh this is what like this is what agnes varda wants me to do you know oh that's so smart yeah how was your walk it was How insane ma- because I was on mushrooms, but it was great. Um, 
I like I had all kinds of like I don't know how real you want to get on the dungeon, Let's get real. but I you know a lot of it was I don't want to get uh, fake. I'll tell you that much. Well, a lot of it was just like I wouldn't say processing, but I was definitely like thinking about you know Noah who died recently and oh, kind of walking man. walking yeah. around and like you know I had his like I was trying to think of like what of his like I would. I don't know. I was just trying to, it wasn't like a stressful thing, but I was just like, you know, so I put on this hat that I don't remember him seeing ever seeing him wear, but it was like, I got like a couple of things, you know, I think I'm going to give this hat to Travis. Mm. Um, But I, I, it's like two tigers and they're really cool. You know, they're like really, it's like just not my style at all, but it's great, (laughs) you know? And so I just wore it around. And then like, I found myself kind of like walking around and just like looking at things and like, um, just like thinking about Noah and um, and then like I walked by his old apartment and stuff and I kind of was like trying to remember what the room was like and where the desk was and stuff. So I was, I was doing that kind of thinking, you know, Mm -hmm. and then like uh, I had, I just had like sunglasses on and the hat. And so I just like, I walked back home and then I, um, Mm -hmm. I had a bunch of like uh, I have this, uh, drawer that i found in the alley the other day that i'm using to grow um mushrooms outside like because once you grow them inside a couple of rounds they are liable to get contaminated but you can still grow them so i i I put a i put like Hmm. a chunk of like mycelium there and then like all this sort of like stuff that was uh like uh like dried flowers and stuff so i basically made this kind of like dried marigold assemblage uh, like on top of it so that the mushrooms can like grow through Um, anyway so like i was i was thinking about that and then i decided Mm. to um like i travis wanted a shirt but he wanted like a black flag shirt or something which yeah yeah i couldn't find it so it's like this like fred perry shirt or whatever that andrea grabbed when she was at a thing And, and so like but like that was I don't know. That was like during a time that I know that he was stressed. So I didn't want to send him, I didn't want to send Travis this like anxiety Noah vibes shirt. So like I, so I, I put that out in the, uh, like in the alley with some pants that I saw that were like laid out for people to like come by and grab it, you know? And then, and then I decided, Oh, I'm going to give Travis the hat, you know, after I kind of wore it out, mm. like, like, walking through the space that Noah used to walk and like, yeah. you know, walking through different alleys and kind of just trying to be like um, empty, uh, like, and just let the kind of world pass through me a little bit. Oh, and wow. Then I was going to pass that along. So it's yeah. so beautiful. That's what happens when you do drugs, everybody. That's it's it. Great. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. great. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's so interesting. Afternoon. Well, that's so like just being kind of not not blown along, but like the that's I was trying to figure out in Cleo what the effect is like of just kind of yeah, just kind of her her day, you know, and how she yeah. kind of I was trying to figure out like well, how does each piece connect to the other to, to the next piece, and it's still so hard, even going back and like intending to see those connections and the way that th- these things lead us to where we are. Mm-hmm. It's still so hard to un- to undo those little tendrils, yeah. In there, in the best ways, the the best thing about Agnes Varda films, or at least like, is like you could take any 
three minutes of them and turn it into a film that yes, had a point and course, an idea. Yeah, yeah. But she and it doesn't feel crowded with like this directorial vision that's cluttered. It's just she has a sense of like what what is important in being a human, you know? And so like I was thinking of the end of it as like, you know, if you mm-hmm. stop at different points, and we've talked about this too, like if you stop like 10 minutes before the film like ends like five yeah, minutes, yeah. you know like i was thinking about like when she's uh that it's ended the, or, or well, that it's uh, when she's with the just soldier, that you could put different frames on yeah yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. right after the doctor sort of like i'm interested in the moment when she realizes that she's not dying and the look on her face and it's a little bit of like not disappointment but something like she has to readjust to imagining living the rest of her life you know and, yeah. and I think about that a lot is like, you know, okay, if you end the movie there, that's a certain kind of like, like French new wave, like that's more of like a, um, the way that Godard would end a movie or something, you know, and then like, it's interesting that like, she ends it on this like much like softer human note where it's not even like that the like her and the soldier kiss or anything. They just are like, she has this newfound kind of confidence in being alive. And he's just like, happy to be alive and be with somebody right then too it's such a much more like generous vision of of uh, Mm. a lot of things and i think a lot of other aspects of like french new wave where it's just like you know he's just like men being total dickheads and then like that's the way it is and we're supposed to like be moved by that or whatever it's like i just want to hover in between them like not kissing but being openness yeah you're like you're saying yeah this openness to Mm -hmm. the diagnosis or something um mm. or the pro or the prognosis it still feels to me like uh, and i'm because i'm so fatalist it's like well i don't know like as he says you know a couple months of radiation and you'll be fine and i'm just like okay well you, you know but it's like i guess but it's still it has it has pushed this thing it, as we would like to do it's pushed that stone a little bit yeah. farther but it's also like it's yeah like i don't really trust what he's saying because yeah, he clearly is That's not, how I feel. He's not, you know, he's not someone who cares. He doesn't really care. Yeah, he's just like putting his shades back on in, in his yeah. convertible. Wait, wait. To, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Continue. Oh. No, I was just going to say, like, he just wants to go to the next thing. Yeah. 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 I think well, about what, that a lot. Like, just <laughs> sorry to, like, go in a soliloquy, but, like, I realized that, like, before watching this movie that, like, I went to a uh, like a uh, like a I've been trying to go to a PCP for like for like a year and a half now. Uh-huh. And I finally got an appointment. And they did all these tests and stuff. And like, uh, you know, I don't care. I'm. It's not like I don't care what happens, but I'm not preoccupied with what happens in the way that she is, you know. But like, I realized that like the the office has been calling me like all week long with my test results. And I've just been like, I don't fucking feel like calling them back uh-huh. right now. You know? oh, or wow. It's not like out of putting, but like oh on, on Monday, oh, like I'm going to call. And it's basically about like, you know, it is like important shit. It's like, are you likely to have another stroke or something? You know, but like, I like, I'm just like, whatever, man. I'm like, just, I'm thinking oh, about my, wow. my dead this friend. Like the serious man. This is like serious man. Wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I need to say is that, we are uh, uh, you what i've realized is that the like last few minutes of cleo from 5 to 7 like our each of us are are having this like individualized response to those minutes yes and yeah. it it's 
completely reflective of like who we are. Like, like it's I don't the know, tarot. Like, it's the tarot opening it is up. The tarot. Yes, that, that's why. That's what I was gonna say. It's like, like Natalie, your like lack of trust for the doctor, and like I, I was feeling more like Seth Parker's like, um, just like fatalism about it. Like, oh, she's or gonna even, die uh, after yeah, two even months, it, or, or like, uh, <laughs> and like Eric's like feeling like she's got her whole life ahead of her. Like, it's like we're just like talking about ourselves. It's like. It, yeah. it's, it's, it's this well, mirror. It's a beautiful mirror. It's uh, on Anya. How to say Anya's? This is a mirror. Anya's I mean, is a mirror. It's also, that's what's great about Agnes Barda. So. Yeah. It's also just the whole movie to me just was a. It's a. It's a study of anxiety and what to and what uh, what happens when you're a person that carries anxiety and how uh-huh. you seek. You know. I know everybody handles anxiety differently. <laughs> But I, <laughs> I know everybody handles it differently, but I really relate it to the sort of like seeking out comfort in th- from anyone, you know, and it's like, unpredictable, like right. where yeah. you, wh- who right. actually comforts you. Like she has all these interactions with people in this movie and like, it's surprising, like, uh, like who who do you find comfort from? Like what or like what response feels comfortable? Like right. um, I was thinking about how like the soldier, what's his name, Anton? He like at the end, the guy she meets, he like yeah. he's the only one who like she like tells her him that she's sick or whatever, and he just like he sort of just takes it at face value, and he's like mm-hmm. he doesn't really tell her it's gonna be fine, right. like. And she he and sits I think, with her. He sits with I think it. that's why she like respond by the end of the interaction, she's like feeling better. And it's like just that like someone wasn't just like, nah, you're gonna be fine. Like blah blah blah. Like Well, he he's seen things not be fine. Right. You know? yes. And so like that's that's what she needed. She didn't like I don't know if maybe it's too heavy handed to say she needed that, but I think she responded to that like really like Well, like to Natalie's point about anxiety, it's like, yeah, it's like it would be too. Is there something important about the the movie takes place like in real time over this small amount of time, and that it's like it's not a movie about like what this person needs like needs over her like life, you know, like Mm -hmm. or like for like to like uh, feel better over the next like few months. It's like it's the anxiety of a moment. Like what calms you down in the moment, like. and how different it is. Like, I don't know, like, you know, what, like what works for her friend who's like the, the figure model for the artists or whatever, or what works for her like assistant there would be different than what works for her. And it's just like, yeah, I don't know. Can we, can we linger on the dungeon of the fortune teller telling her like, like the, the dude like she's fucked like right after she leaves yeah is know? that the fortune teller's like husband oh, he's like locked in a so. closet or something i love it i like i'm just like oh man this I woman feel is like... fucked we are him yeah we are him You're i right. love i love those little egg-shaped doorknobs i mean uh, yeah. such, oh, yeah. a, such beauty point. and then yeah. at the and then Interiors. also at the yeah. very end of the like towards the end of the movie where she's with anton and they carry that baby in the incubator. Fucking uh, unbelievable! And it's a real baby. That's such a yeah. That I love Snow that White. Moment. What is he? Is oh this some like Snow White? Yes. It's like Snow White in a oh in a coffin or something. It's, it's perfect. the wildest thing. It's like it it's truly so like trying to show. You know, I mean, it's almost 
like hits you over the head with just like, this is the frailty of life. You know, like you can be sick and you can walk around and you can be born and you can be like Mm. in this, you know, like you might not literally not be ready to like live. <laughs> that's what, yeah. maybe that's what they're all saying. You know, it's just like that and hats, you know, a bunch of, bunch of nice hats in, oh, all, the hats in, all, three movies, in all three movies, but Fantastic. it's like, but they are, it's just like uh, these frequencies, like you're saying, like it's vibrating on these frequencies of, of living mm-hmm. at, at all times. And, it's, and not, you know, it's like it, it just holding on to that line. Totally. I think also like Eric, I had never thought about your, the point you were making about like um, this movie stylistically versus like other movies like of the French new wave or whatever. But like, I don't know, like there is something about her like it's this movie doesn't have like one go to style that it like sticks with, but it's like mm-hmm. so stylistically innovative from minute to minute. Like, yeah. I don't know. Just like uh, there's that part at the beginning where it's like it like um like rapid cuts of her face, but then other times it feels like you're almost like descending on, like, the staircase. Uh, yeah, like, it's what, like this but, uh, cubist and, thing. Yeah, but like other times it's like one shot. It feels like it's like one shot for like a half hour of real time. And these rides, these like, car rides, just to see the people and the way yeah. that it's showing you. Can and I that you need it? that. You need those car rides because that's like another way of showing you to see. But it's this time. Like it's just... like the connective tissue of life. It's like exactly. yeah, um... and the and the fact that like you know yeah, like we each within each of us carry, you know, we carry our shit, and then life just goes on. I think the fact that this was set in like Par- in Paris and like a t- in a, a city that's so alive and has so much mm-hmm. going on, you know, it's that oh, is wow. such a. I don't know. Like that just underscores what's happening to her. Mm. I think Agnes Varda is like understands how to cooperate with the life around her rather Mm -hmm. than having an idea and then realizing it like as a separate, you know, like as proving that your idea is right. Yeah. It's much more like if you look at her, like some like the gleaners and I or whatever, she's just like cooperating with an idea or, or your idea of cooperation. She's just walking into a situation and being with people and being with what it's like to be alive and think, you know, right. but it's like, there's not like, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I haven't like researched this a lot, but like, I, I have seen, I, I've, I've thought a lot about like the later Agnes Varda films where she's like more in them and they're more like, you know, her as this sort of like presence where it's like really Thinking, minimal analyzing kind of technical things. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah she's just like part of the world too. And so I think that her vision of a, of what a director does is like, not this, like, I don't know. I mean, maybe I should shut the fuck up about. No, no. Can can I give you a metaphor, a basketball metaphor for this? So like, there's like coaches who, um, like you, the best way to reliably, um, have a good, like have a team that succeeds is like you just make them play, make your team play a certain way. Like, you know, you know, a style that works and you Uh just like railroad your team into that style. And you can basically like, you can get, you can get players to play that way. And you'll just like, you, you kind of make it work, but like the real way to have like that, like limits your ceiling. Right. Mm -hmm. But the highest ceiling would be to like 
really understand the human beings on the team you're coaching Mm -hmm. and build Mm -hmm. a new system in which all of them are like their best selves. A breathing system. Yeah. Like that changes, but that requires like much more like, um, like stillness and observation player centric versus like a coach centric system center. So like, I think like, I think like the easiest way to make a good movie would be to like, know what, know what you want to do and just like, like crush the world into the box of what you want to do, but like to make like a good movie, but to make something great and like really beautiful, you have to like, you would have to like, let the world be the world and like, and, Mm -hmm. and see, and like, see what it is in each individual moment. And like, You'd have to like have all have access to all different kinds of style and like the right style for the moment. And it feels like this movie just was like, I don't know, like the like the stuff mm. like where it's in color in the tarot scene and then it goes to black and white. And then like oh, so there's beautiful. like moments there's moments that are filmed like total like I was saying, like totally naturalistically. And then other other moments where she's like doing like all kinds of like crazy cuts and like um Anyway, and it's just like these long takes. You don't often see all that stuff in one movie. Is yeah, like, so true. Well, you know? It's a kind of like virtuosity that, like, I think would come off like no one else could. It's virtuosity with humility or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I think that that's what a lot of like, you know, like. I just am tired of seeing shit where people are trying to prove something to me. You know, like fucking and, like, Fantasia. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's like I, I don't I don't want to be exact, instructed, you know. No, but I guess like, this is the exact opposite of that. And like you're saying like uh, th- this the thing I noticed just recently was like uh in, in just those last few minutes of the movie, at one point she goes, you know, there's there's so little time. You know, there's so little time left. And then or and then just right after that we have so much time. You know, it's just like it's it's just that this thing is just like constantly right. Yeah. Telescoping in these ways, like that, and it's just like just like I am, and Natalie, like you said, like it just describes my anxiety so well. Like I embrace this thing so much, well, and like what what you guys are saying, like I think Fantasia is sort of like a it's a closed loop. It's it like forces mm-hmm. you in, and it really wants you to like have a particular experience. And I feel like Cleo is the opposite of that. It kind of shows you how like easy it is to go off to go off the rail you know to go off the rails and like all Mm -hmm. of a sudden you can make like a left turn here and another left turn and you're like you know in this cinema and you're like doing this thing you're running this errand you're like you know I, I think we all forget that and I know for me like in moments of great anxiety um when I really feel like I'm out of like my own like body out of my own mind, I do find that like, it's just so much easier to be, you know, to, to like make those turns that I'm un, unable mm-hmm. to, to make or unable to even see, you know, mm-hmm. like it, it can be a real, I don't know, gift anxiety at times. Well, I, like to connect to the, like, how I'm thinking about the movie now because of what y'all said. It's like, it's a movie that's like, a, 
like that's secretly about freedom that uses yes. anxiety as the like sort of momentum building, th- you know, or yes. that, like, yeah, you know, it's subject Harnessing is anxiety, thing. but it's affect is freedom or something. Writing. Uh, yeah. Writing anxiety to, yeah, to this destination. Which is why it's like a how-to film rather than a like think this film or what, right. you know, it's like, how, like, I think that like, what's so like, beautiful about agnes varda like as this person who has like lived on this planet is that like that's what you feel in all her movies is she's it's like um so i was thinking about like i have this phrase in my head a lot lately like presque rien almost nothing in french and it's uh it's the title of this like Mm. um piece by luke ferrari where he like this is like post john cage like it's sort of like music concrete stuff but like he just like recorded a park and i I don't know i I can't remember where it's at but like i have it someplace (laughs) but it's and it's really compelling shit like i you know you listen to it and it's like it's one of those ideas that like you have like he's just like stripped everything down but i love that it's like almost nothing is like almost nothing is the level of agency but like you're not trying Ooh. to like crush anything into your worldview, but you're also not being like, whatever I think is brilliant. Like there's, it's like humility and in fr- freedom, and I don't know. Mm. I feel like which that's... is which is exactly I think what how Cleo moves through the movie. In being with yeah, you. totally, absolutely. Oh, you have fooled me before. Why wasn't I born in France? I'll be your fill-in when you are blue, so you can fool me some more. I know you'll hike it, someday you'll pack, then you'll be leaving my door. But I kind of like it, taking you back, so you can fool me some more. I only look for roses when in season. Ah, but you're a rose that comes and goes without a I make my mind up, I'm just a fool, someday I'll even the score, only to wind up breaking the rule, so you can fool me some more.